0: Welcome to episode 38 of the Never Split Up Podcast. My name's Nolan, that's Anthony, and today we are reviewing the OG Friday the 13th, released in 1980. How you doing today, Ant? I'm doing good. I'm ready for uh, Friday the 13th coming up on Friday, so this is a good episode to have dropped this week. Indeed. We are releasing this episode on Wednesday the 11th, and then we have, obviously, Friday the 13th coming up. Once we saw that Friday the 13th was going to be in October... Uh, I think we both knew that we had to cover this movie at least uh, something with this franchise and I'm glad we're starting sure. with the with with the o g movie before we do any like you know rankings or anything. I think this is the way to go, so I'm excited for this. Do you want to talk about the synopsis and get right into it? We don't have any announcements right. Nope, uh, just go to our Twitter. You guys can keep up to
1: date. Or Twitter or Instagram, keep up to date on our schedule. Next week, we're doing a fun little Halloween episode. We're both going to talk about some of our favorite um, Halloween-themed horror movies. So get your list ready because we want to hear from you guys as well. There's a crap ton of Halloween-themed horror movies. It's going to be actually pretty hard to come up with my favorites. But uh, yeah, that's coming up next week. We're trucking along. October's flying by. But we finally have that chill in the air where we are. So I'm loving it. I'm thriving right now. But yeah, let's get into Friday the 13th. Let's not waste any time. I'll give you guys a synopsis. Um, this movie came out in 1980, obviously, right off the heels of the huge success of VOG Halloween, the granddaddy of slashers. So this <laughs> is the first of many, I don't want I don't like the term ripoffs, but it's pretty much what it is, like imitators, you know, it's just what happens. When one movie's successful, Hollywood tries to copy it. Um, but this was obviously one of the most successful ones to follow, Halloween. Um, so it's directed by Sean S. Cunningham, and the synopsis is a group of camp counselors trying to reopen a summer camp called Crystal Lake, which has a grim past or stalked by a mysterious killer. Obviously, everyone listening knows the synopsis to Friday the 13th, but it was written by Victor Miller and Ron Kurtz, and this is the whole issue with the franchise is Victor Miller and Sean S. Cunningham. So I, have, I think they might have figured something out, but figure that shit out. I want a Friday the 13th movie in the theater. I'm over all that shit. I know we're getting a TV show, but I'm ready to get back. I want Jason on the big screen. He would blow the roof off the box office. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it stars Adrian King as Alice. She's our main character, final girl. Um, we have Kevin Bacon in a nice media role in this one. He's awesome. as He's always awesome, Kevin Bacon. And we have the iconic um, Betsy Palmer, who plays Mrs. Voorhees and does not get an, enough recognition. Um, yeah, so, I mean, then we have a bunch of, you know, disposable teens who are there to get killed so that's just the rest of the cast but that's why we love Friday the 13th um yeah man 1980 it did very well on the heels of halloween and low budget super low budget made a lot of money and that's how we have so many movies in this franchise
0: so many movies and we need more so let's get that shit figured out it's been 14 years now 2009 was when we got that Mm -hmm. remake so this this has got to be by far the longest drought we've had since this the inception of this franchise. Fourteen years is a long time. Yeah, it so, is. No, it is. Yeah. yeah. We we need to get that figured out. I believe the writer. Yeah, I think they have it figured out. The writer, he has his claim for the Some- OG because he wrote the this it's- OG movie. But it's weird because this movie doesn't have Jason. I know. Really. So he doesn't really have claim to Jason. So that's where it gets tricky. I think that's what they're trying to figure out. So
1: it's too much of a mess. They're going to have to suck it up and work together, or else the movie's not going to make money.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I know, I know they're coming out with the TV show. Uh, it's like yeah. a prequel that looks cool, but I want to see Jason back on the big screen. I think that's what the people Same, want. Uh, we've talked that's about this before. It's going to probably break box office when it happens. It's been so long. It it depends what they do. Like I, I'm assuming I they're going to do another like remake which is unfortunate, but maybe they go like a sequel or a requel wet route and they they pick a timeline because there's so many different inconsistencies with these sequels that you can just kind of maybe right. pick your own timeline. But yeah, that'll be interesting for sure. But for now, let's stick to the OG. I'm excited to talk about this movie and happy Friday the 13th, everybody. I want to hear yes. your overall thoughts Okay. and then I'll go into my overall thoughts.
1: Okay, cool. Oh yeah, this movie is hard to talk about because I've seen it like, you know, endless times. So I just, I don't know. It's hard to critique it. Um, I mean, this is literally, they did like, they, the name of the movie is Friday the 13th where they had to pick a holiday just like Halloween was Halloween. I mean, they really, (laughs) really, 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 really stuck to the playbook with Halloween with this one. But, you know, it's part of its charm. I like it. I love this movie. I mean, I don't like it. I love it. It's fucking Friday the 13th. Um, It's awesome. The score is great. It has, the, I mean, it goes even the POV shots of Halloween it has, but I like, that's what I love about these 80s, these late 70s, early 80s movies. They feel like they're in that time period. Um, I'm a Jersey boy. We're both Jersey boys, so have a soft place in my heart for this movie. It was filmed in Jersey. It takes place in Jersey. Um, it has those camp vibes that we love around here. Um, I think Alice is a fine final girl. She's nowhere near my favorite. She's not even my favorite uh, final girl in this franchise, but she holds her own and she kicks some ass at the end. She's kind of stupid, but she kicks ass at the same time. Um, I love the opening scene when it takes place at 1958 when you get the camp counselors by the fire they're telling, you know, typical telling a story and then the two go to hook up and then, you know, they both get killed. I love that. Um, I just think that it has everything you want in a slasher movie and the ending to this one, everyone forgets that it's all about Pamela Voorhees. It's not about Jason. That's what differentiates it from Halloween. Is we don't even get the like quote unquote Michael Myers copycat Jason until the sequel. We find out there's a little twist that it's Pamela. It's Jason's mom. You know she's taking revenge because her son supposedly drowned, and now she takes revenge on every camp counselor who comes, I guess, to try to reopen the place. But um, yeah, I like that little twist. Um, the kills are awesome. I want to uh, shout out Tom Savini. He's an iconic special effects guy in the horror industry and he killed it with this the one thing they did because it was the 80s they did um up the blood and i feel like that's also what differentiates it differentiates it from the original halloween they had to do something Mm -hmm. and um this is the movie you go to for the schlocky bloody kills uh versus halloween which is all about the suspense and the stalking and the boogeyman so that's where there's some suspense in this too but it really is about those kills i mean my favorite kill in the movie is the iconic kevin bacon kill i mean He's known for his death scene in this movie. It's fucking awesome through the neck. I love that scene. Um, I actually like the... I don't mind the characters. The one, the nerd dude is oh so annoying. I wish we had to actually see him get killed. I can't remember. What's his name again? Ned. Yeah, Ned. Fucking Mad man. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they are all have... It's typical, like, you got the hot couple. You got the nerd. You got the girl who's trying to do good. You get the... You know, they have the stereotypes in this. But that's why we love it um yeah i really i mean i love this movie there's not much to say besides if you want a slasher movie and an 80s slasher movie you're not going to really go wrong with this um i don't even want to say if it's my favorite in the franchise because i know for a fact we're gonna rank this franchise at some point so Mm -hmm. i'm not going to give that away but um i mean we got crazy ralph running around talking nonsense i mean come on there's (laughs) there's so much fun to have in this movie yeah i love this movie i love the vibe i really have a good time with it it's i mean it's friday 13th and i like how We don't get Jason until the sequel. I like that this movie takes its time and we get the lore. The lore builds up. So when Jason does come in the sequel, you're like, ooh.
0: So I do. I love this movie. What about you? Cool. I I just have a quick question. You you say you've seen this movie countless times. Without giving away if it's your favorite or not, is this like the one movie in the franchise that you've probably seen the most? Like, is this your go-to during like whenever Friday the 13th? holiday comes around or Mm, that's like what's your default friday movie i'm a continuity like asshole so like
1: like watching things in order so this this movie cheats a little bit psycho because it's the first one okay but no i've seen i've seen you know part two is okay up there too okay (laughs) obviously yes (laughs) it's up there too (laughs) no i mean the the original trilogy is like uh, the the first four are probably the ones I've seen the most. If I had to yeah, yeah 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 get down to it, all the right, first cool. four.
0: Yeah, I know everyone has like their guilty pleasure Friday movie that they've yeah. seen more than any other movie. So I was just yeah. curious. Okay, cool. I know I, your favorite I, uh, one. I am. Um, I'm surprised. Yeah, we'll 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 save that. <laughs> <laughs> I I've I've not hidden that very good <laughs> in this podcast. So I don't think that's going to be a shocker to all the listeners. But um, yeah, my overall thoughts. I'm I'm really happy to say that uh, instead of liking, you said that you love this movie a, a few times. Yeah. I wasn't quite sure. We we've talked about this franchise as a whole, but I'm, I'm I'll be interested to hear your your score at the end as well. What you think of the OG movie because it is so different. There's no Jason in it, and uh, it's it is Pamela. I I think it's a solid slasher. I I think it's very atmospheric and fun, which is what I want from my '80s slashers. Uh, I know they had a, a shoestring budget, but I think they do well with what they had working for them. I thought the practical effects were pretty cool. Um, some of the right. like the the, slopes, uh, the the throat slit of Annie is pretty iconic to me um, because it's like like in the daylight and you just see it like front and center. I thought I think that's cool. It does borrow from a lot of movies. Uh, we can spend a whole episode just talking about that in and of itself, is but we it don't is. have to do that. But it doesn't try to be something it's not at the same time. It it, it almost acknowledges it – it doesn't break a fourth wall or everything, but it knows it's borrowing, and it just kind of does it, and it doesn't try to, like, elevate itself, which I actually appreciate. Oh, no. um, I You mentioned the score. I love the score. I think the score is really what kind of sets that atmosphere for this movie. Uh, the POV shots of the killer with the score is so cool, and I love how um, – I don't have the gentleman's name. I forget his name. Who composed the movie? But I love how he fades out the music right before the kills, and there's like that build-up where there's no score. I think that's that that adds some suspension, suspense, and tension right before the kills. Do you have the name? I, I saw you were looking. Uh,
1: Harry Harry Manfredini. Yeah, he's he did the. I don't know if he just did the first one or the first couple, but yeah, he killed
0: it. Yeah, really effective. Really, you know, not groundbreaking, but you get that ki, 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 ma, ma, ma from the very beginning. Yeah. So that's prevalent throughout the entire franchise. And it happens pretty much, I think, in the opening sequence. Like the first POV shot, you get that. So um, where was I? Yeah, the uh, the the ending is really strong. I think the ending of this movie is definitely the the highlight for me. It's the strongest part of the movie for me. I have some issues with the movie. I don't think it's a perfect movie. And uh, even by slasher standards, I know slashers have different standards, at least for me, because they're not supposed to be perfect. They're just fun. But I do think it struggles a bit with misusing its characters. Uh, I do want to get into that when we get into the review. And I also have a nitpick with a little... I, I don't know if I would call it a pacing issue. But I have a little bit of a nitpick. I wish it was paced a little better in terms of the counselors and how oblivious they are, if that makes sense. (laughs) Like, nobody knows what's happening until the very end when it's just Alice alive. I wish we got a little bit more of, like, Alice with the other counselors kind of freaking the fuck out because they find all these dead bodies. But we don't get that. Okay. But that's, you know, that's just, like, little nitpicks for me. But I want to get into that more when we do the review. I really like this movie. I obviously recommend it for all slasher fans. It's one of the quintessential early slashers that you have to watch mm. if you're if especially an 80s slasher fan. And it spawned countless sequels. And it's just iconic. The ending is iconic. Uh, you, you mentioned the cast. Kevin Bacon. Uh, Betsy Palmer is awesome. That's awesome. Pamela. I love, love her so much. And uh, Crazy Ralph. We don't get enough of Crazy Ralph unfortunately, but he's he's fun too. But uh yeah, I really like this movie. Let's let's get into it. I I'm excited to talk okay. about this movie. So, it starts off, we got the setting in New Jersey, like you said, we're Jersey boys. So, rep in New Jersey and they filmed it on location in New Jersey. So that's always cool. Yep. Um I, I believe it's a Boy Scout camp now. But uh that's that's really cool question what do you think about the overall i talked about the atmosphere what do you agree with me in terms of how out like like what do you think of the overall setting and the atmosphere of the the movie i I, because i think that's what like is the reason why it's so iconic these movies is the camp setting i love it yeah i love this i
1: have no complaints i I love the setting it's perfect for this kind of movie Mm -hmm.
0: perfect yeah i agree I we talked about this briefly on our summer movie episode when we when we talked about this franchise i I think it's perfect you can watch it in the fall like we are right now friday october and week you could watch it in the summer obviously it's a summer movie i think it's perfect too uh because it's i want to have it it playing
1: like outside by a fire i want to just light a fire like in a fire pit Mm -hmm. and have it playing that's how i I put on a hoodie and just watch it outside that's what i feel like when i watch this original yeah but it's it's a
0: (laughs) summer camp but I know right. they filmed it in like October or November, so it was it had, did have those chilly right. vibes as well. So I think that's why yep. it does Especially so at well. Night. You can watch it yeah. like pretty much throughout the year and have a good time with it, and you can kind of get hundred percent. It it's a
1: summer NFL movie, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like the small like before we get to the camp when the one girl Annie's like trying to hitch a ride, like it's a small town vibe. I just I don't know, it's something special about it. It worked. It really
0: helps the movie. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Annie. Oh, I love her. (laughs) I know. Why is she not the final girl? (laughs) I know. Well, that was my my follow-up question. It's been talked about, but I have to bring it up. Um, Annie should have been the final girl. I think... Fucking love her. I think what little screen time she had, she really shined in that, that character. Just seeing that character and how carefree and innocent she was hitchhiking, it would have been really cool to see her... Progress through the movie and become a final girl. To go from that to right. to to be a final girl, and I really think they dropped the ball with that. And that's kind of my first example of them misusing characters. Uh, like you okay, said, well, Alice. Okay. Alice is fine. Like she's not bad. I like Alice. Yeah. I like Alice. She's she's a pretty smart final girl. Um, she's not a complete ditz. She's she's a fine final girl. I just think Alice would have been cool with Annie. Like, if Annie survived and they kind of survived together or they battled Pamela together, uh, I I don't mind Alice at all. I just think that Annie could have been. And I I get what they were doing. You know, um, no character is safe. You know, the old trope that you're going to kill off one of the main characters early on. So I understand. And I I also think they used it because we had the opening sequence with the kills. And then I think they knew that they weren't going to get kills for the rest of the movie, it was going to take a while. So they used Annie as like a filler to like get a death on screen. Right. right. You know, does, does that make sense? And I think that's kind of, yeah. they kind of use that as like a makeshift, like to, to fix some of the pacing of this movie, but to keep the, the, the okay. audience engaged. But I, it just sucks that she did so well. And it's like, again, it's not a, a knock on Adrian King and Alex. It's just, um, I believe her no. name is, I have it here, Robbie Morgan. She does so well. It's 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 hard not to envision her as a final girl.
1: Well, she made that dumb move and she got in the stranger's car and hitchhiked. Um I will say to the movie's credit that usually after the opening scene in these kind of slashers we're introduced to our female protagonist who is the final girl. So they did kind of do, that's why I think I was rooting for them. Like, oh, she's going to be our final girl. And then it's like five minutes and I'm like, oh no, she's getting chased already. Yeah. What's happening? And then she dies. So I will give the movie credit for that. Because I mean, after the opening scene of Halloween, we're introduced to Laurie Show, Like, oh, that's our girl. After the opening scene of Scream, we're introduced to Sidney Prescott. Oh, that's our girl. Friday 13th, we're introduced to a girl. But unfortunately, she's not our final girl. Even though I really wanted her to be. Yeah. Um, I like her little chase through the woods, though. Because I was really rooting for her the entire time. Like, girl, don't stop. Keep going. But yeah, she made that mistake in getting in that Jeep. I don't know. And I I
0: like when when movies do the unexpected as well. And I like how they, you know, changed it up, the formula. But there's also a reason that we root for Final Girls. And maybe that formula Mm -hmm. works for a reason. Um, You know, seeing those girls right after the opening sequence, seeing Laurie Strode, Sidney Prescott in their everyday life. you're, You're building that character instantly. So you're along for the ride the whole way. I so part of me is like I I, I appreciate that they took a swing and they kind of changed up the formula. But sometimes it's like you know maybe the formula works for a reason. If that makes sense, right? You know, or maybe
1: if, like to your credit, what you said, if they both made it to the end and then Pamela kills one of them at the end, that would have been even more impactful. Yeah, like only one still makes it out. They sort of could have still killed um, Annie, but maybe at the end when she's fighting instead so of the beginning, or they could have killed Allison instead, and Annie could have you know yeah. one of them. Oh, no. just, they did do that in the remake, though, and I was upset with who they killed, so I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, they did. And it, it just makes me upset, too, that Annie never made it to camp. So, in in everyone else's <laughs> she eyes, cook, she's a no-show. <laughs> and it's like, Annie would never yeah. do that. Annie's the sweetheart. She would never no-show to a job.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, she got warned by the guy who took her from the restaurant, don't go there, and then she still got hitchhiked and went there. I mean, she did make some a couple of dumb mistakes, so... Yeah. Pay okay, the price.
0: That guy, I don't um remember his like character. Anus name. or something? Like Anus, Anus <laughs> yeah. or something
1: like that. <laughs> so like, right. <laughs> redneck That
0: that's <laughs> really the only um what do you call it? Exposition that we get in this movie. He he warns Annie that Until Pamela comes on scene. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah until the, the reveal of Pamela, but right. before Pamela, the only thing we know is that so, and we get the obviously the um the prologue. Um, but then we get right. that little boy drowned, and then a year later, counselors were murdered. That's that's it. So we don't get, you know, Jason. We don't get any of that mythology until kind of the end of the movie when when she's hearing her son and she's talking about her son. So I think that's pretty interesting, too. I, I don't – I'm not saying I I don't like it. I, I actually think I like it. It's, it's – because you don't quite know, you know – What's going on? I You kind of assume that it could be the little boy taking revenge. And you, I love I love the reveal of Pamela. We could talk about that when we get love to it. it, not to jump around too yeah. much. But it's totally – and I, I love the reveal because Alice just like melts into her arms because it's like this motherly figure. And right. I love that this movie represents females uh, as a villain because we don't get enough of that in the horror genre. So, and I think it plays on that, because Alice just instantly, like, trusts her. So, I love how they do right. that. But you assume it's a guy the whole time, and that's that's kind of why right. it's so iconic, I think. You get this this woman who's responsible for all these kills. So...
1: For sure, yeah, the way it's shot, they even, like, you're trying... I mean, obviously, it was probably a dude doing all that. They they make they shoot it like we're watching a dude, like, you know, from the shadows and from the way they just show his legs. Uh-huh. It looks like a dude the whole time. They're like, oh, shit, it's Pamela. Yeah. So, obviously, that's on, done on purpose because we're led to believe it's either Jason or someone taking revenge to so You know, it's a dude. But, nope, it's Pamela. Yeah, you, it's see,
0: Pamela. you see his... She does not get enough credit. You see his hands every now and then, and it definitely yeah. looks like a guy's hands, but... I, I chalked that up, too. They probably just hired, like, one stunt guy to do all the stunts to save money. And he yeah, just, yeah. he's he was the guy who... They could pull it off. I mean, they could pull it off. Yeah, I mean, it
1: off. <laughs> yeah. I'd buy it.
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so rest in peace, Annie. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, yeah, just... he has a good just, uh, throat slit, though. Oh, yeah, so good. Too, too innocent and too trusting. You know, she she hops right in that key. She's naive. Doesn't ask no any mess. questions whatsoever, just is like, you know, take me to the camp. That's like you're not even gonna and I know people more were more trusting back then, and that was more common. She says
1: not one word, like no there's no like she doesn't even open she just opens the door and gets in, like there's no communication. <laughs> yeah. I'm like what the fuck?
0: <laughs> I know. Oh poor Annie. <laughs> <laughs> poor
1: Annie. Uh so then we go to the camp right after that. Well, so we have Ned, Jack, Bill, Marcy, Brenda, and Alice. I think that's the crew. I think that's the crew. Oh, Steve, Steve, Steve Christie. Steve. He's like yeah. the owner or right? yeah. the head. Yeah, yeah. Steve Christie. What a what a loser and waste, too. <laughs> what?
0: Explain yourself.
1: I don't like Steve Christie for some reason. He's just telling everyone to get to work. He's not doing shit. <laughs> The whole, I'm like, dude, you get to work, bro. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, I I ask you that because he is another example for me of of slight misusing characters. I I think his character is interesting, and the, and the guy who plays him is uh, Peter Brower. I think he okay. uh, did a decent job in his acting, and I don't think we get enough of him. I I wish he was kind of at the camp camp more. When the uh, the killings were happening,
1: Rick right, is he pretty much uh, leaves for supplies and then doesn't. Once he returns, it's already night, raining, and yeah. he gets killed. Like I do like the when he walks out of the car and you can tell he's like, and shock's like, "Oh, are you okay?" Because obviously it's Pamela. And I like when the light, like the light, just flashes and we don't see him die, but I'm fine with that. I do like that shot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. He leaves the camp. And it's raining, so he stops at the diner. You know, he stops at the diner and eats instead of getting back. I think he's an asshole. Like, get back with those supplies and help him out. Like, what are you doing, dude? He is rolling around town
0: eating and chilling. The rest of these characters are so <laughs> cookie cutter that him and Alice have a history, and they really don't yeah. expand upon oh, yeah. that. It would have been nice to see him reunite with Alice at the end, at least for a little bit before he. Who's dies. your favorite
1: out of the other other uh, crew besides Alice and uh, uh, Steve? Of the other of the rest of the gang, I like Jack and Marcy. They're fun.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's an easy one. I think Jack and Marcy, for sure. Yeah, I, Bre- go, Brenda sure. is. Yeah, Brenda's right. Bre- Bill's okay. Brenda's okay. Really, Brenda's it's really pumped. for She's me. Tries to spice it up for me. It's Alice, She's and then to spice it's, it up. It's okay, Alice. everyone else. You know.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't mind any... I mean, I don't hate any of it. Well, besides Ned's a pain in the ass. I don't hate anybody, but they're all pretty, yeah. you know, typical. Yeah,
0: me too. But, you know, yeah.
1: Brenda tries to spice it up with some strip poker. She tries to get some, have some fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> no, strip Monopoly. Oh, yeah. Oh,
1: that's even better. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'd strip Monopoly. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. So, yeah, we just pretty much get... Oh, then we have... a. Uh, after they start getting into it and getting ready, you know, they they have some fun. They swim a little bit. But then we, that's when Crazy Ralph comes around and does this whole, you know, you're all doomed. You're all going to die. So I do like Crazy Ralph, too. You got to
0: love Crazy Ralph. Yeah, he's cool. He's He's got a couple <laughs> iconic lines. Yeah, I like him. He does. He does for sure.
1: And he's trying to warn them. I mean, hey.
0: I know. Hey. I, poor Crazy Ralph. We call him Crazy Ralph, but he's not so crazy. You know? No, he's not so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not so crazy. <laughs> I just love how Uh, we get about uh? What do you think about the
1: precedent set in this one where like most of the movies aside from one of your movies happens when they're prepping the camp and not when kids are at the camp? How do you feel about
0: that? I like it. I like it for this movie in particular. I think it lets us focus on the characters more and it gives you that isolated vibe of being out in the middle of nowhere. I agree. Like you said before, you have the small town vibe, but even... The small-time town is pretty, uh, far away from the camp itself, you know. And then you right. add in the the torrential rainstorm, and the roads are pretty much so not. You can't really. I mean, you saw the Steve and his jeep got stuck. Um, so they're they're right. out in the middle of nowhere, pretty much. I believe at one point it's Bill who says they have like a. It would be like a ten-mile hike to get to the interstate or right, something yeah, like something, that yeah, yeah so like that i i like it i i think it's i think it's it works for this movie for sure with the atmosphere and everything okay i agree 100
1: because i like how we're getting with our characters it would be too much and they're getting it ready so it's isolated if there was everyone all the kids there i think it'd be too much and it would take away from our you know little crew but um i love the rain in this movie i actually watched rewatched i have like the 4k and you could see like once, I guess think it was once around like a uh, Jack and Marcy scene, you actually see the like you can see those raindrops so high quality in the 4K. It's I felt it. I'm like, damn, this is awesome. <laughs> I love when it rains in a horror movie, specifically this one, because they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. So good. Um, what about I mean, talk about a ripoff. I mean, you can say the title and it, they had, they were probably like, we just need a title that's a holiday because Halloween killed it. The only the only reason we know it's Friday 13th is because it says it on screen. There's no they don't bring it really into it. Like, they don't really say, like, anything about Friday the 13th that much. Well, they like do. That more of a, they
0: actually do they, say that it does take place. They do, but it's not. But it has nothing no, to they, do with the story, if that's right, what I'm saying. Right, right.
1: Like, it pops up, and it, but it's, like, I wanted more. Maybe they're at the cabin, like, oh, like, it's Friday. Like, they don't even, like, talk about it. Like, ooh, spooky night or something. Like, you know, they don't say it that much it's just i don't I like they friday 13th that's I the think cool. it they say it all i actually think it pops don't.
0: up present day it says june friday the 13th oh, it only says june. it just says the date yeah that's
1: the only that's the only reason we know it's friday the 13th because yeah. it has it on the screen but like no one talks about it mm-hmm. i was like damn i could have done a little bit of like that's how you know at they least just try title a little cuts, yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> like have a spooky story about that or something yeah I yeah i know <sighs> I wish it we doesn't got, bother me. I just wish they did that, yeah, yeah, No, it doesn't bother me either, right because we know what's going on, you know, right and I guess it's like we know what you're doing, you know what you're doing, so why even right. try to pretend? Right. so right. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't mind it, but I do wish we but got yes. like one scene of like them kind of similar to the first scene in in the fifties where they're kind of all huddled mm-hmm. around. I wish Love we, that we we I wish we got yeah. like one like cool campfire scene. We did get that in the remake, which I enjoyed a lot. So we get that in part two as we well. We get that in part two, but for this first movie it would have been cool to kind of see like more camaraderie because they kind of split up right away. Right. Um Jack and Right, they have their dancing pool the, pretty much, and that's it. Yeah. Um Jack and Marcy. Yeah, they split up and then you have the other three are playing strip Monopoly. Steve split up. So they're kinda of all split right. up and I understand why they do it to 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 um, you know, allow Pamela to go on her killing spree, but I wish we kind of got... Because when they're all together, they're kind of just working. And then they have the one doc scene. Right. And other than the doc scene, yeah. that's pretty much it. Um, I think that would yeah, have Ned really cases, helped flesh out the, ca- the characters and make you care a little bit more for them.
1: Right. They just wanted to get to the goods. They wanted to get to the kills. Uh-huh. Thankfully, Ned goes off on his own first so he can exit the movie. Thank
0: God. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> fucking Ned. Um, I do love the Jack and Marcy scene, though. It's fucking awesome. Is so awesome. So that's your they're favorite dancer. sequence. That's your favorite kill. I don't... Well, my favorite sequence is definitely the final act with the chase with Alice and all that. Well, but, your uh, favorite that kill that sequence. My favorite kills... I should say. Is... Yeah, because I... Well, Jack and Marcy, they're having sex in the rain, and then uh, they, go inside, so they go inside to have sex because it's raining. Mm-hmm. And I love after she leaves to go to the bathroom. And then I love... As a, no, actually, as they're having sex, that's when they the camera pulls back yeah. and you see Ned's body up top. I love that shot, love it so good. But I love after she leaves, because um, we don't know, we don't. Exp- I thought Kevin Bacon, I thought she was gonna die first, for, but then I love how Kevin Bacon doesn't even get out of bed, and that's where he dies. They just he just pulls his head back. I love that. That's the best kill in the movie. But Marcy's kill is awesome too with the axe. Yeah, they're both. And hers is a little extended. She like hears that creepy noise, that creepy voice that Pamela's doing, I do like that too. So I would say those are both the strongest kills. And it has some suspense, specifically Marcy's, but I think uh, Kevin Bacon, uh, Jax, just takes the cake out of the shock of it going through his freaking throat.
0: I love yeah. it. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I, He has the best kill, for sure, because it's just out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is that a, no, well, I like it. I love how he looks
1: up; it, the blood starts dripping from uh, Ned's body, and then he looks up, and then that's when she gets him. So good.
0: Marcy's kill is cool. It's it is suspenseful. It's not the most suspense I get in the movie. I think a lot of that is through Alice's you know, POV at the yeah. end, and yeah, she yeah, obviously yeah. survives, so we don't get a kill sequence there. But um, yeah. Now, because
1: everyone I, I, else is pretty much for the most part, besides um Jack um jack uh marcy and annie like a lot of the kills are off screen we just see the bodies really mm-hmm. besides those three yeah bill is off screen which is fine yeah, yeah. you see his corpse. Bill's off yeah. screen steve brenda's off screen yeah um we know why how she's because she goes out to the friggin she's an idiot where she goes out to the well she gets arrowed pretty well, that's what we're implied that she gets the arrow because that's where she ends up after she hears a uh, pamela calling again <laughs> what a dumbass. But uh, yeah. Everyone else is Ned's off screen, but we do see his like we see the bodies. But I don't actually don't mind the off screen because then we get
0: longer uh, final act with Alice, which is the strongest part of the movie. Yeah, for sure. In my again, I I don't think they had a huge budget to work with, so that's probably why we didn't get every single kill off screen. But uh, the ones we do, I I don't mind. I actually like that. I enjoyed so. Me too. I hundred percent agree. I don't want to say tamed, but it was tamed. You know, it was pretty tamed. Compared to other '80s, I thought the, act, the kills that they show though, mm-hmm. like they're pretty bloody. Though. Yeah, overall, but I'm saying it's tame. But yeah, the ones that we do get are good, for sure, and mm-hmm. they make good use of practical effects, which I love. So
1: yeah, Tom Savini, man, again, he kills it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you like Jax the most
0: too, right? Either, either him or as much as I say it, Annie's death, just because it's so. You, you, okay, you know, it's I love the throat slit. I love a good throat slit. I mean, I guess they're yeah, both throat injuries, but yeah, it's just a little more, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, fatal injuries for sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, so what do you so what, what do you think about the final act? Do you like that? Uh, well, I was gonna bring up what do you think about my comments when I said that I I don't know if I'm a huge fan of Alice being the only one discovering the bodies do you like that do you like that it's just alice for the entire when we get the reveal that like when she gets the reveal because i, I kind of wish mm-hmm. she had maybe steve came back and it was her and steve kind of going through it and then steve dies and it's a face-off between her and pamela okay i like that it's just alice you do okay yeah it makes it more like a uh,
1: personal and scary because it's just her left on like by herself it makes it a little more scary mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I like that. It's just her at the end because the whole movie, then we add, you're like, all right, we just got Alice girl. You gotta, you gotta get this done. You gotta do this. So that's when you kind of have to, like, you're forced to root for her. Not that she's a bad character, but just kind of like, all right, the final girl. Like, let's get to yeah. it, girl. So yeah, I, I kind of like that. It's uh, just her okay. at the end because once Bill, first of all, once Bill tells her to stay, I'd be like, yo, I'm coming
0: with you, man. Like, what the fuck? What are you
1: telling me to stay for? Well, yeah, we get but we get an her idiot. and
0: Bill. They they are going around the camp and they realize that something's off. They think it's a prank at first. But mm-hmm. credit to Alice because they can't find anybody. She yeah. tells Bill like we got to call somebody, and then once they realize they can't mm-hmm. call anybody, they try to leave in the the car, and the car yeah. won't start. And Bill's looking at the car, and Alice is just like, "Fuck this, let's just walk. Let's let's just go." <laughs> and I, I'm I'm with Alice, and and Bill's like, "No, so, no, he's trying to say, oh, it's too get far. Get back in the house. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Get back in the house." And I wish Alice would have like. Stuck to her guns and said, No, I am leaving this camp, you know, by myself. But <laughs> Good luck, she's man. like I said, Peace. she's a pretty smart, you know, final girl. She she knew something was going down. And this was, like I said, before they even discovered any bodies, she's saying, Let's fucking hike out of here because something's yeah. not right. Um, so you gotta give her credit there.
1: The one thing that she that Bill is still alive for that they so they she they do discover together the axe. In Brenda's bed and they discover that the phones are disconnected. So he is around for that yes. part, just not the whole body. Yes.
0: So, so they, they know, get a little bit yeah, of yeah, they know yeah. something's going on. Which is why they try right. to leave, you know. Right. Yeah. Um
1: but then and then Steve he does return, but then obviously he gets killed by Pamela before he makes it back to them. I lo- I do like that shot too. He's like, oh, it's you. And then he just he's done. Um I like that shot. And then obviously the power goes out, so that's why Bill goes to check. And he, I don't know, I don't know why he tells her to stay. And I don't know why Alice complies. i would be like, dude, I'm coming. Yeah. coming with you. I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah, I know. But
1: you know once Bill walks out that house that he's a goner. You
0: know once he walks out that house he's a goner. (laughs) Yeah. 100%. Fucking Bill. Yeah, and then we get the uh, iconic Jeep pulling up. And it's Pam LaVore. He's coming out with that big smile. <laughs> Love that. Welcoming camp camp and, icon in this and, movie, uh, Betsy Palmer. We know because <laughs> we know it's Steve's. Steve died. So she must have went and stole his Jeep, which I thought was stuck. But I guess because she unhatched the trailer, she was able to get it unstuck.
1: She, is it Steve's Jeep? Because he, she had a Jeep in the beginning with Annie, too.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. I always assume it was Steve's yeah. because Alice thinks it's Steve. That's oh, I never even out. thought of it. It's so dark out that no, but you're probably Where, right. That's true. You're probably right. I'm just assuming that because Alice thinks it's Steve, so I'm assuming it's Steve's right. jeep. But you're right that she has a jeep as well, like a Wrangler. So it's probably her jeep. She's pro- she's probably disoriented from everything yeah. she just found. It. It's like oh, it's shit, dark it's Steve and then. rainy. Nope. Yeah. Nice yeah, yeah. Not Steve. It's
1: Pamela motherfucking voice. Yeah, and again
0: uh, i love it because alice just like melts into her arms and just instantly <laughs> yeah. trusts her and it's like oh because she's God. she's motherly yeah she's a mother yeah. <laughs> let's talk so about r- she's a camp before icon. we get into this awesome third act right before this yeah. happens well there's two things i want to i want to talk about um we get the little boy talking do you think that's pamela the whole time yes you so you don't you don't subscribe to the idea that jason is out there like calling for his mom and (laughs) that he's alive
1: i don't even know because where
0: to go with the lore of this movie because they kind of like it's it's this is just for fun Um, i mean there's no confirmed when
1: i first saw it like as a kid i was like oh jason drowned and he came back like he's he died but now as i get older i'm like he never drowned and he just lived. But I don't, I don't know. It's too messy because he eventually turned into a zombie. I'm just like, whatever day I wake up, I'm like, this is, I don't know, whatever mood I'm in. But what I used to think was he drowned and died and that it made her, obviously made her go crazy. And I think she just convinced herself. And that's why she's talking to herself in Jason's voice. I think it's all in her head. I think it's all her.
0: I, so, I believe both. I believe that Jason is alive and that he never drowned. But I also believe mm-hmm. that it's not his voice, that it is Pamela fucking with, yeah. with Alice. I mean, Pam Pamela is so unhinged mentally. You know, you see her <laughs> talking it. to herself and, and hearing the hallucinations and stuff. So, I do think, I, I don't really think, even though I think Jason did survive, I don't think it's him out there. I do think it is Pamela of all time. Yeah, me too. Okay. 100%. Okay.
1: Well, I love because when she well, when she eventually does the whole like kill her mommy kill her, it's like she's talking as Jason, at the, which is so mm-hmm. iconic. That line, yeah. so good. But she's talking as him, so it's all oh, like she's a cuckoo bird. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love her. And uh, she didn't want to do this movie, but it's it's like one
0: of her most iconic roles. I know. Like, she was like, I'm not doing this trash. <laughs> yeah. It's just so iconic. Yeah. <laughs> and real quick, the she's other so scene I want to talk about was right before we get Pamela. We get, I think it's. Is it Brenda's body that comes through the window? Yep, that, it's, thrown it's thrown through the thrown window, through the which window? is hilarious because
1: Mrs. Voorhees threw her body. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <through the window. laughs>
0: that sequence is is one of my—I don't know about favorites, but it's it's what I think of when I when I think about this movie, other than the third act. Okay, um, that when she runs into the the cabin and she takes everything in the living room and boards the door up like it's such an extended shot i love it though it's so funny and then when we get <laughs> when we get brenda's body through the window i call it her Lori strode moment where she kind of just sinks into the corner and kind of just like collapses <laughs> just I, like, that's like, fuck. that's my favorite alice moment in the movie it's okay. pretty it's pretty fun i like that a lot
1: i do like that sequence too when the
0: body is thrown there she's like fuck yeah but that's when her terror just goes like an all time. Like she grabs a bat and like a fork. Yeah. <laughs> she has the fork and she's holding the bat, like, but it's she's holding it like halfway up. So she's really not even she can't get any power behind that bat. So I don't even know what no, her plan was no, there. No, no. <laughs> she's so
1: like she's so and she's not even holding it proper. She's just oh, fucking yeah. terrified. And then
0: she's just she's, she's no way she's doing any damage. <laughs> like I said, she does such a good job, and then she just sees a Jeep pull up and she's like Oh, fuck this. I'm yeah. running to Steve, you know, has no self-preservation <laughs> <Fuck> <it. laughs> in that moment.
1: <laughs> oh, Alice. It could be anyone. <laughs> you Alice, gotta love come her. on.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, but I do love the build, like once, uh, you know, she hugs uh Mrs. Voorhees and then the build up and she slowly reveals, yes. like, you know, about her son, you know, like this whole like exposition. I just love how Alice slowly sees She's like, oh, this woman is the fucking killer and she's crazy. I love the build up of that conversation. How do you feel about that conversation? It's so it's well, so done, well done.
0: I love the monologue that she gives. Betsy Palmer's mm-hmm. performance in this scene, how she starts off so innocent. Like, oh, like have you heard of my son, you know, like the different tidbits and then as she's telling right. the story, even in her voice you can tell there's there's something wrong and then you can see it in Alice's face. I think it's done really well. Right. I think it's the, the strong point of the movie actually. It's, it's a highlight. So
1: iconic, yeah. like Jason was my son. Today's his birthday. It's yeah, just so well done, and then it's
0: just oh, ugh, it's, it's so, so good. good.
1: <laughs> and then I love how she is yelling at Alex. like they were too busy making love while he drowned. Like, dude, she wasn't. Like, she just girl. This girl is not the same counselor. No, she, <laughs> she is. So she's just crazy. She's fucked crazy. up. Crazy. She's fucked well, up.
0: Well, I mean, you see it. She killed Annie before you know anything. Annie was right. innocent too, and. Didn't even she let wants
1: that ca- that camp to be like done. Like she doesn't want anyone trying to reopen that shit. Uh, so yeah. you know, I, I, it's it's interesting. To me, we
0: get we get Jason in the sequels, and Jason has the stereotype of killing counselors that have premarital sex. I mean, that's the trope. Um, but to me, that's the horror trope. So but to me, sure. Pamela, she doesn't care about sex. I mean, she does, but she just doesn't want that place opened. Well, she does. She doesn't want that place yeah. opened in general. So she sees a young, right. pretty counselor, whether or not they're having sex or not. I mean, if they're having sex, that just right. like, puts the icing on the cake. Specifically
1: having sex, though, because that's why Jack and Marcy get it so yes. she's Yes, like, but like they she doesn't discriminate.
0: She <laughs> just kind of lumps everyone no. in and she just blames. No. She even says it. She's like, you killed my son. And Alice is like, right. what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I wasn't even itch? born. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I love, I love. Mrs. Voorhees, she so, she doesn't get enough credit because Jason's obviously the big baddie of the entire franchise, but she like she's the OG man. Yes, for sure. Put some respect on her name. We both gave her shout-outs when we talked about Jason in our um, horror icon uh, villain list classes. Yes, and she deserves it because uh she's she's up there, man. For female, I mean, she, oh yeah. I mean Nancy Loomis, uh, uh Nancy Loomis in Scream 2, All of her inspiration is from Mrs. Voorhees oh, if
0: we Monge. if we were to she's, do uh female horror villain tier list yeah. uh it's hard for her not to be number one i mean they're so underrepresented um her and uh the only one i think of is um what's her name from misery uh, they're the two no, that books? like stand above for me so yeah she okay definitely give her give them her props so yeah for sure yeah, she's all. And I
1: love uh, how her and Alice, like their actual fight, is like in a cat fight. Like they, like they, like they get down yeah. and dirty and fight each other, like good girl fight. I always love, yeah. I love their. Fight so scenes. you, uh, <laughs>
0: you don't mind the the pacing at the end of this movie, how how extended this is, and their chases and stuff. No, I love you it. Like it.
1: I always love a good final girl extended sequence. I love mm-hmm. it. Okay. Yeah, I really do love it. I think that's what really builds up the hype from the whole. You know, like you said, the first half, we kind of just get them hanging out a little bit and then we get right to it. I think that we have so much time with Alice and only Alice is what makes me connect to the movie in
0: the end. Okay. And I I agree with you. Not that she's a bad final girl, but I think it was needed for no. this particular movie to, to kind of have Alice on okay. her own for so long. It does. It's not that it okay. forces you because you don't like her, but it does kind of force you. Like, okay, well, this is her. So she's all we got. She's all we she's got, all we got yeah. man. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> but she I mean she shows up to the occasion. I mean, uh, obviously she doesn't fare so well in the sequel with Jason, but I think I love when she fights. Uh, I love her fight with Mrs. voice cuz it feels like they're actually like really fighting. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling around in the dirt and everything. Right. They're they're going yeah. at it.
0: Yeah, she gets the better of her twice. I mean, obviously the first time when she escapes the the cabin, she beats her down. The pantry and all and that. She yeah, kind of just yeah. does a weird move and just goes to the lake and kind of just it's like a little catatonic there This <laughs> is processing everything but you know <laughs> that was kind of silly so what do
1: you think about her kill what do you think about uh Pamela Voorhees's severed head it's iconic oh,
0: and now yeah. she chops off her head yeah the, the slow-mo so building up to it and then the yeah. The clean chop,
1: music like crescendo. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
0: it's so good. Yeah, and then the uh, the hands kind of searching for the head after yeah. it's cut off. I love that. Yeah, it's so good. Much. Yeah.
1: It's so good.
0: Yeah, I love it. Oh yeah, it's like um, you said. It's we we talked about this with with the OG. Saw how iconic the ending is. This ending is just how could you not love it? It's so iconic by this point. You know, no.
1: she's had it, and she just takes her fucking head off. It's so good. Yeah. She grabs that machete. It's so freaking good. Um, and then I love how she's all like, she is kind of, obviously I would be too, she's in shock, but then she gets in the canoe or whatever. <laughs> yeah. rolls out. What do you think about the other? Yeah, another strange uh, decision. <laughs> Let me just go into yeah. this canoe. Just fucking run. Don't go <laughs> yeah. in the water, girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, And then obviously it goes to the next day and it's all nice and pretty out. It's not raining. What do you think about this uh,
0: final jump scare? It's the jump scare. It's one of the, the all time jump scares. What do I think about it? Like, does it work for me or what do I think about it uh lore wise? Yeah. I, I it works for me, yeah, of course.
1: Both. I think I think they're both it's both yeah. just, like,
0: adds to it. Yeah, I know um a lot of people think well I I don't want to say a lot of people, but I have seen it on the internet that people still subscribe to that it was a dream. I don't think it was a dream. I never thought it was a dream because the officers... Well, because she's in the hospital right Well, yeah, that. and they yeah, confirmed yeah, yeah, yeah. that they found yeah. her in the water. They didn't say that they found you on a boat. Right. So she had to get into the water somehow. So I don't know why people think that was not real. I think it was real. I love that dialogue at the end. Yeah, it's so cheesy. The I only it, thing like, I have...
1: The boy, the boy in the
0: lake. ...kind of an issue with. I don't know. <laughs> and again, it's Friday the 13th, so it's really not that big of a deal. But I've always wondered why they chose to go with uh Ari lehman who is a kid why they chose to do kid jason because he's supposed to be like 30 years old by now so that confuses that's why a me. lot of
1: people subscribe to the idea that he died
0: yeah like he drowned but then you get part two but that also
1: maybe why people think it's a dream
0: yes because in part two he's an and adult that's kind of what i'm getting at i'm what the reason people think it's a dream and they do have Kind of a leg to stand on because all of a sudden in part two, he's now a full-grown man. So, was he a think Sometimes
1: I think it's a dream too. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it can go either way. But some, I think sometimes when I first watch, like, oh, it's a dream because I, I, I only remember as a kid, like going right to the sequel. I'm like, oh no, because Jason's an adult. It's what they mess up the lore a little. Like, you, it's it like a shoot, like what your what your opinion is a little bit because. You know, Pamela says he drowned in that lake and he died. But obviously, if he's an adult, he didn't drown. I did read somewhere (laughs) that they
0: weren't... When they wrote this script, they weren't initially preparing... Like, a ton of sequels, obviously. Because you don't know how the first one's going to do. So I think they kind of wrote that in last minute to kind of set up Jason for the sequels. Oh, of course. So I don't think they really were too concerned about the details.
1: And again... I don't give a shit. Like, exactly. I'm not going to nitpick that. No. It's just Friday the 13th. No, I was just curious like, to on. hear it's your, Jason your interpretation. In. Yeah. No, I don't know. But I get people I get people thinking it's a dream, 100%. Yeah. But I just love when uh, the cop's like, there was no boy. And she, Al's like, oh, well, then he's still out there. It's like, all right, cue the sequel. I know. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's great, cheesy fun. I love this movie. Come on. How
0: can you not love Friday the 13th? Yeah. I do, too. That's, and that's it's funny.
1: it kicks off, I mean, it kicks off an iconic franchise and it's able to kick it off without having Jason, which you can't say that about many OGs. They don't have, they have their baddie in the yeah. original. So this is pretty, uh, pretty you know, unique. That's impressive. Yeah, for sure. Because that's what makes it unique and stand out from the other, like, you know, countless ripoffs. Uh,
0: yeah. And even watching this movie back, you still feel Jason in the movie. Knowing, knowing oh, yeah. that there's no Jason, knowing that it's Pamela, it still feels connected, and it feel you feel Jason's presence. If that makes sense. They did a really good job of okay, hundred you know, percent doing that, like throwing a body through a window. Now you
1: don't have to say uh, I don't want to get into like, but is this because we're gonna rank this franchise? I don't know when one Friday the thirteenth yeah. is this in your like upper half of your like is this like upper half of Friday the thirteenth upper half? Yeah, yeah.
0: Definitely okay. upper half. Okay, I was just yeah. curious. Me too, for okay. sure. Me too. Yeah. I mean, I I would OG. find it. You gotta put respect on yeah, it. Yeah, I would find it, um, pretty hard. I I would love to hear someone's opinion that doesn't have it in at least the upper half. Yeah, but, for me, it's you know? just like disrespectful because it's the OG. Yeah, <laughs> I know it doesn't I mean, I do it. anything super nuts, but it's just a solid slasher for the early '80s, especially. And it's a solid foundation. Mm-hmm. It's it's an iconic ending. It doesn't have the best of anything, I don't think. It um like the POV shots are pretty cool. The score is cool, but it's not as good as, you know, Halloween, obviously. Not that it's fair oh, oh, it's man, not really no, a fair comparison, no, no, no. but it doesn't do anything oh, the no. best, but it does everything really, really well. Right. And like you said, it sets up the franchise I agree. so perfectly.
1: And it's also not trying to be something that it's not. It knows what it is. And that's why I also think has its charm. It's not trying yeah. to do anything besides just be a 90 minute slasher that took inspiration from one of the most successful independent slash movies of mm-hmm. all time.
0: And camp it can't put up a bit. Yeah. You know, for sure. And i, I that's why I adore it. Oh, cool. So that's uh, Friday the 13th. Pretty much covered most of it. Is okay. there anything else you wanted to cover? about the movie no
1: i mean it's a nice quick i mean it's a quick and easy movie to talk about because it is quick and easy but uh that's again that's what makes it great
0: okay we'll do i mean i guess we can do final thoughts that we kind of just summed it up but you know it's an iconic first entry to one of the most iconic franchises in heart and slasher history You know, it spawned Jason with the hockey mask. There wouldn't be Jason without this first movie and without Sean S. Cunningham. So, you know, I have a soft spot for first entries of franchises. I kind of give them a little bit of a nod Mm -hmm. um, because they started it all. Um, It's it's not my I will say it's not my absolute favorite in the franchise, but you really can't go wrong. I know you said when you did your rewatch today or this weekend, you kind of just had it on in the background. You really can't go wrong on like a friday the 13th or a summer night or a cool chilly fall evening just throwing it on grabbing some popcorn okay. and yeah i know, agree it's just fun it, the atmosphere's there the score is there the characters are super simple so you don't have to like follow along it's it's just a fun time and it's kind of it's kind of got that formula for a slasher that makes it rewatchable i think it works it yeah. works
1: now you asked me the question. I'm going to ask you: Is this in like when a Friday the Thirteenth rolls around? Is this in the rotation of Friday the Thirteenth movies for you, like every time? Or yeah, what?
0: we've talked about this. I don't have as many traditions as you do. You know, like you have. <laughs> I know for the Halloween season, you have like a but list if you of 100 did, movies. if you if you did though, like if like Friday this coming
1: Friday, if you had time to watch a few Friday the Thirteenth movies, is this one of them?
0: Um, yes, yes, I think so. Okay. I okay. think so. All right. I, if, if I was cutting out a time of my night, like, around the holiday or whatever, or I wanted to do a Friday the 13th weekend, I would definitely watch this okay. first. Because, like you, I, I kind of okay, would. Would, would... If I was going to watch it, I would watch it first. And I think, yeah, I I think I've always Same. watched it first whenever I've watched a few of these. Okay, cool. Yeah, for sure.
1: All right, yeah, I'm just curious, because there's so many of these damn movies that people probably had... A shit ton of different rotations they do for this oh yeah Um, and it's
0: always good to have the og in it yeah we get the sequels like this movie compared to like jason x like that would be hard to do back to back you know like they're so (laughs) different but so like sometimes i'm in the mood for a jason x so i won't watch this movie but yeah if i'm in the mood for for like a good friday the 13th watch like watching a few of the movies definitely start with this one for sure start with okay good yeah, I mean,
1: you can't go wrong because this is this is a Mrs. Voorhees' movie. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get she that. She brought up throughout the franchise. I was just going to say so. that. She's
0: brought up. And you kind of, by watching this first, you kind of get that connection to Pamela. So then right. when you follow Jason in the sequels, you kind of you get that connection to his mother. 100%. So, yeah. I think it's important.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah, I was just
0: curious. So, yeah, this guy's Friday 13th. I mean,
1: want to do our split up moments for the score?
0: Yeah, sure. We didn't do a poll this week um so, i kind of did one
1: nonchalantly like a little while ago so as of right now you're winning so let's roll with it
0: okay um i went first last time i was yeah. i was planning on letting you go first but i didn't know you did a poll but since i won again i guess i'll go first i'll take advantage of it yeah go yeah Go okay first. this is tough because there really isn't a ton i mean it's it's a slasher so you're always kind of just expecting dumb moments and never split up moments but again, these characters are so oblivious to what's happening that they just think right. they're alone in the woods. So, until you get Alice, and Alice obviously survives, so I'm not going to pick Alex. I'm going to go with just because this scene bothers me so much. Um, I'm going to go with Mars. <laughs> I'm going to go with Marcy's death in the okay, shower. Marcy. Yeah, in the bathroom. She's just so like she's in the bathroom. She hears the door. She knows someone's in there, and then all of a sudden she's at the sink, like singing to herself and doing the Audrey Hepburn impersonation. It's like, do you have any self awareness at all? And then she hears the, uh, the 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 sound again, and she's kind of like, "Oh, huh, yeah. what's going on?" And she's just so she walks ditzy towards it and so oblivious that I always just kind of cringe every time that scene happens. So I'm gonna go with with Marcy's death <laughs> for sure.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, That's a good pick. I'm going to go with Annie (laughs) getting in that fucking Jeep to someone who didn't speak one word to her. Like, girl, God. And the guy just told you in the car before, don't go there. And then you have someone picking you up, not saying a word, going to take you closer to there. Annie, you could have been our final girl if you just were a little bit smarter. So, yeah, it always bothers me every time she gets in that Jeep. And then uh, she even waits a little bit after uh, Pamela starts speeding up, and then she's like, "Okay, we're past." It turns back there. I'm like, "Girl, y- y- you got to be a little more proactive." So that's because I'm get so upset that she dies. So that's my uh, never split up. Yeah. Uh, Annie gets into that jeep, wow.
0: hitchhikes, and gets into. I was that hoping jeep. you weren't gonna pick that, my girl Annie, but I know that's such a moment. The only way I, it, the only it, way I compartmentalize just... and rationalize it is knowing that it is Pamela in that driver's seat. That it kinda of lets her guard down similar to Alice. So that's why she's a little yeah. Trusting. I would have I would agree with that, but like Pamela doesn't say one fucking word about this uh, bitch. Is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but she's got like the <laughs> sweater on and she's got the nice mom haircut, yeah. so like, yeah, I know.
1: <laughs> and he's just asking a bunch of questions, she's just not like saying one <laughs> word. I'm like, girl, you, you done she, wrong.
0: <laughs> yeah, she's talking about how she like loves oh, kids yeah. and she like wants to, you know, <laughs> feel fulfilled in life. I'm like, girl <laughs> What are you doing? I know.
1: So yeah, so Andy and Marcy, man. They both made some boo boos.
0: For sure. All right, I'm gonna let you go first for your score now. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, this is hard because it's I mean, it's Friday the 13th. It's one of the like all time franchises and it's a great OG. Um I, it's hard for me to like score it. Um I adore it. I've seen it. It might be one of the Friday the thirteenths I've seen the most. Um Pamela Voorhees is an icon, a legend. Um, she makes this movie and I like Alice's, a uh, third act. Um, the kills are pretty awesome. Um, I don't know. This would be special. I'm going to
0: give it, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Oh, great score. Yeah. 8.5. That's great. Awesome.
1: Yeah. yeah I mean, it's Friday the 13th. I have to. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, I, I agree with you with most, most things. I, I feel like we were on the same page with this review. I know it doesn't make for a great, uh, podcast episode when we agree i kind of like when we disagree sometimes i think it makes better content <laughs> but i feel like we're very much on the same page with this movie i'm gonna give this movie a solid 8.0 0, 8.0 0. okay so we're not too yeah. far off yeah
1: cool yep because i think the franchise as a whole is more all timer for me rather than like a specific installment as well so that's why i'm not like i agree to the nines yeah. if that makes yeah, sense yeah
0: me too And like I said, this Um, movie does a lot of things really well. It doesn't do anything the best. So that's why. But 8 is like, it's fucking solid. It's a solid movie. Yeah. It's got a great ending. The ending sticks to landing. That's 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 really what I think puts it into that 8 category for me. I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it makes it like very, very great and awesome. Okay, cool. Good score. Awesome
0: so we are chugging right along with our halloween schedule we only have i mean a few episodes left it's freaking insane we only have a few weeks left until halloween do you want to cover real quick it's on our twitter and instagram but do you want to go over the episodes we have remaining on our schedule yes i believe i can't believe that it's already like three almost halfway through left. october yes crazy. i know it's crazy so uh
1: yeah, so after our, after Friday the 13th this week, um next week we're going to do a little fun episode we mentioned earlier. We're going to both talk about our favorite Halloween themed horror movies. So, you know, actually we want to hear recommendations from you too. So, if there's any we haven't seen, we can check them out. So, get those lists ready. That's going to be a fun little episode conversation. And the following week, it's the next two episodes are going to be like huge after that. We're going to talk about I don't know how but we're going to talk and discuss and review the original Halloween, which I don't even know how to begin that. So we're going to do that the week of the week before Halloween. It's going to drop the 25th. Okay. And then on the 31st, talk about disagreeing. The 31st, our Halloween franchise ranking is going yeah. to drop on Halloween. And we have different opinions on installments. So that's going to be a spicy yeah. episode. But it's going to be fun because we're going to have a guest, um, Phil. If you know Phil from Phil at the Movies, he also is a big Halloween guy. So we thought that was the best episode to have him come on um, and get his input and have three people because everyone has a shit ton of different Halloween franchise rankings and everyone's so passionate. So I think that's going to be a good three-way conversation to get another voice in there. I'm really excited for that. And that's our special Halloween episode. So it will drop on October 31st. And I'm very excited for that one.
0: Great. Yeah, I'm looking forward to all those episodes. I'm already sweating about this Halloween episode, this Halloween review. I'm already like it's already in the back of my mind, like how the hell are we gonna tackle this? Because uh, you know, we tackled an all timer for you in the OG Scream and that took forever. But now we're tackling both of our favorite movies, so it's it's gonna be a big one. I can't wait for that. But in the meantime, uh happy Friday the thirteenth, everybody. I will actually be at uh this upcoming weekend on the fourteenth and fifteenth. I am traveling to Balt uh, to Maryland to Monster Mania and I will be there hanging out. Uh I will be in a full Jason cosplay. So if you if oh, anyone you happens to be there and sees a uh six foot four Jason walking around, say hi to me. <laughs> that will be me uh it's it's gonna be a fun time they're doing a uh a really cool Friday the final chapter reunion. They're getting a bunch of the actors from, oh, from nice. that movie Corey Feldman's gonna be there and they're also getting a few more jason's uh signing autographs i ha- I'm gonna get more autographs for my collectible mask that's that's up there so that's gonna be a fun time but um yeah i'm I'm excited for that I'm excited for our new episodes coming out in the coming weeks in the meantime check out our previous episodes. We just covered our Saw franchise rankings. Uh, We did the OG Saw. We did the Exorcist. That was a really good episode. So uh, if you haven't caught up on all of our Halloween episodes, check that out. And yeah, in the meantime, look for us on Twitter uh, slash X and Instagram. That's where we post our polls every week to vote for your Never Split Up Moment poll. You can find us at Never Split Up Pod on those. And we're also on Facebook. And I think that's it. Anything else, Ant, before we say goodbye?
1: No, I'm looking forward to these last uh, few weeks of October. I can't believe it's flying by, but we're in it. We're in spooky season. We're in the Halloween
0: season. Yep. Can't wait. Ha- Happy Friday the 13th, everybody. For sure. Definitely. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.